California, he weighs at 2,050 tons. This is Cassius Ono's loaded elbow, Stan O'Leary. Elbow, 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 elbow. In the ring to my right, hailing from Tijuana, Mexico, weighing at 1.7 ounces, presumably. This is Claudio Castanoli, a.k.a. whatever the hell he's called in Superstar now. Antonio Cisnero. Antonio Cisnero's nipples. (laughs) Ramses Rivera. He's got them big old pepperoni nipples, by the way. This is what happened before the show started recording, and then he just out of nowhere just started talking about Claudio Castanoli's nipples. Because there was a picture here, and he was right next to, like, Oksana, and, like, there was a picture here with, with him and Oksana, and, like, they, like, and they, 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 they have a, I don't know if it's the angle, but it's, like, they, it's such a weird angle that his chest is like, sticking out, and you can just see those big old things, I'm like, all I think to myself is, what the fuck, man, how can I not notice this until now? I love how this, this entire introduction just turned from loaded album to just that. It's almost like someone's disgusting, but you know, what the fuck are you gonna do? Sorry, this show, is, we do whatever we want. Is, yeah, we do whatever the fuck we want. That's because this is Count Out the Wrestling Podcast. It's Stan and Ramsey's show. You don't like it? Press the X. Yeah, another show that you may want to listen to. It's a little, I don't know if it's a little more your speed or not. So if you, if you don't like this, then we have another thing. If you don't like that also, then you know what? You can kiss our asses. Yeah, it's been his fat ass. Oh, yeah. Or kiss, or kiss Claudio uh, Classinoli's so- big old pepperoni nipples. <laughs> that's, like a, uh, that's, a, that's almost like a dare in its own. Like, I think, um, but... I will say this. Um, I will say this. This show is going to be a little bit more different because turns out I had to go to San Jose last weekend, uh, Memorial Weekend, because yeah, it's not, it was we announced because you know fan me, and Rams didn't watch the entire week of that show, but I managed to catch the Monday Night Raw of that particular week and a bit of a SmackDown before I started recording this because well we got do this anyway, get over as soon as possible. So, I do want to talk about that for a bit. And then, this week's Raw Smackdown and Impact. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, yeah. 
Yeah. Those shows and, happen. Well, you, yeah, well, you and I are going to have a bit of a talk about that. But first, we are going to have a bit of a discussion regarding some of the news that we come across. All right, then. Why don't you start us off then with, with, with a couple of news that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, the, here's the thing is that that's the funniest thing. Like, I think right after I arrived in San Jose, I heard the news that Chris Jericho got suspended. And I'm thinking, what? What the hell just happened? And then, you know, the details came out. And what winds up happening is that during the Sao Paulo show in Brazil, uh, CM Punk was waving a Brazilian flag. And Chris Jericho took it, crumpled and kicked it this curve. And the Brazilian authorities came up to him and go like, okay, you have two choices. Either you go to jail because, you know, you desecrate the flag that's against the law, or you apologize to the crowd. And Chris Jericho, you know, apologized, of course. That goes without saying. And WWE suspended him for 30 days for a flag wellness violation. The flag was, the, the flag had, had coke in it. Actually, no, <laughs> no. actually, no. If if that was wellness, and it would have like it would have had like you know human growth hormones. Never mind. Yeah. So, I I'm a little bit divided because, for one, I didn't even know. I don't think you even knew that the um, crumpling flag in Brazil was um you know against the law. Yeah. Uh, that's why it's like to me when I first heard it, it's like oh it's a kayfabe thing, so you can get out, so you can get out and do some stuff with Fozzie. Um, which, which reminds me because, I mean, there is a news about Chris Jericho in the UK with Fozzie just recently, but. There you go. I mean, yeah, but was it really that much? Do you really think it was a kayfabe, you know? You know, I want to say partially it is, partially it isn't. Like, I think, like, they, their intention was to do, was to, like, give it of them later. Uh, but then this happened, they're like, uh, you might want to open up your, you might want to open up your schedule now. Yeah, because, well, to be fair, this is where other part comes in. To be fair, WWE, this is not the first time they ever riled up the whole country. Because if you think back to JBL in Germany, I think, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, that Nazi Perfectly. salute. Perfectly. He, yeah, horrible. He gave yeah. a high Hitler. <laughs> yeah. And I think that... That pissed off a lot of crowd there, um, whole country for that matter. And so, it's not the first time WWE ever riled up the crowd like this, you know? Yeah, so it's like, so like I'm not surprised that they that they um that they that they're trying to get something off like this. Uh, why, why, like I said, like I I want to give you the fifty fifty now thinking about it, where it's just like, yeah, I think like that like because they they didn't reprimand um JBL after doing that, but I'm pretty sure they were like, oh, um. So, um, Chris, uh, you may want to like open up a few weeks more of your um, schedule because uh, we are gonna let you out a little bit early just so you can like you know do stuff with um, yeah. Um, it's just we'll, 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 we'll give we'll, we'll, we'll guarantee you a belt when you come back. And it's just it's a real bit of peculiar issue, really. Like, and whenever something like this happens, like you don't know what to think. You know, I mean, it could be kayfabe, it could be real. Um, I mean, because apparently uh, WWE did not approve of that particular route, you know? Yeah, like I said, you know, 
God knows what could have happened. So it's like you know, uh, until uh, until the story comes out, then we'll just assume we'll, we'll have to assume everything at face value for right now. So I guess that's the best we could do. I mean, you know, we weren't there. We don't live in Brazil. We don't know what the loss like. You know, so yeah. We're- yeah, it's pretty much that's that is true. You know, we're not being we're not be trafficked we're not be trafficked to for human um glue at this point. So I thought that was Tijuana. Also in Brazil, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. So that's one suspension, and the other suspension just happened really recently, which is Randy Orton. For how many times now? Well, they say it's a quote-unquote second violation. But, but I don't like. I swear to God, I could swear he's already been suspended. Like they already suspended him like three, like four other times in the span of, in the span of like the last five years or so. I remember because I remember. I think you. I think because he was one of the first guys to get suspended ever since the when they when they instituted the um the the Willis the Willis violations. He was like one of the first guys out. Yeah, basically remember that. Yeah, and then like I remember there was other times as well. I'm like, dude. I mean, I, 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 we were talking off, off, um, off air. We were saying, you know, holy shit. I, I think like, uh, like after like the eighth one or something like that, they must, they must give him like a free subway sandwich or something like that. I think after twenty, he gets like, I don't know, he gets like free, you know, Disneyland tour or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> a free trip to <laughs> Disneyland. Yeah, like you can, you can, like I'm sure there's somewhere in Randy Orton's Facebook. If you dig deep enough, there's that during his suspension, he goes to Disneyland and he's like picture, pictures like RKOing Donald Duck or something. He is, he, 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 he's RKOing right in front of his, uh, right in front of his, like uh, his 30th, his 30th kayfabe wife. <laughs> anyways, I, anyways, here's the thing though. I, I, and I also believe that the you know first part violation, like he was wearing a um, he was wearing a fake mustache, like that's why he, they couldn't recognize him. Oh, it's Randy. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 actually um suspended Senor Randolph Ortano for the last four times. Who had a, who had a, who had a goofy mustache during that time that they could they could have suspended? But like, there's no one like that. They has such a goofy mustache, but we'll get to something later. I guess. <laughs> but uh, apparently, um, I don't know if it's true, but they found steroid in his body. Yeah, it, what it was is that he took like uh, a steroid that um, he was taking like orally. So when they, because apparently he was caught, but he was he was caught having marijuana. The whole story involves that he was caught having marijuana. This is already okay. a known problem. So. There you right. go. And then when they went when they went to further investigate it, they found they found it in his blood. They found like a a, a substance that that a, a steroid substance that you take orally, Jeez. which led to a suspension. Man. So, and it's a yeah, it's a it's a very it's a it's a weird situation, you know how this all t- it came about like you know almost in an instant. Yeah, that that was like what, like right after Monday Night Raw, where he RKO'd certain someone. But you know, we'll get to that later. Yeah, 
And like, I, like I saw that, and I was like, I, I didn't see that raw, but I saw that, and I'm like, and I go back and watch raw. I'm like, something looks like they were about to do something, and then they, and then Randy Orton got himself got himself suspended. And like I said, all all week, all I can think of was like, did he have more than one suspension? Like, didn't he already have more than two suspensions already? And I'm just scratching my head, like, how the hell did this happen? And this leads back to um. We were talking about Rey Mysterio, where it's just like some guys, like like some guys, like 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 Randy Orton, they get more more than like two suspension, they don't get anything, and and here is Rey Mysterio, he he um he got two straight suspensions, and yeah, so weird. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. Like, I want to see nepotism, but you know that's that was like you know beating dead horse at that point. Yeah, and like I said, um, I and the worst part is it comes at a time where it's it looks like he was signed to be in a really good program. Ugh. And then this happens. Yeah, and I'm like, you're kidding me, right? Just as you're starting to get to the point where it's just like, I'm starting to like you, I'm turning around on you. It's like you go and do this, you dipshit. The worst part is like he's got he's got to work his way up again. He's got to like because like it's not like he's not gonna like. I have this big fear of like him not being. They're gonna put him on a really, really shitty um, program once he's once they bring him back and. <sighs> oh yeah, Randy Orton. Yeah, I get, I get this. Randy Orton versus Tenzai. There. It's gonna happen. That's the worst part. <laughs> You're not far from the truth. <laughs> they they want right, to get so... him. So they want they, they want right, to get him over with someone. So they choose him. It's like. Oh, Anyways, I think we're done with this t- topic. You want you want to leave yeah. us with the next one, my good man? Yes. Uh, right before I left for San Jose, I did catch up on Monday Night Raw, and see, there's there's Ramsey's rage over Randy Orton. No, my 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 mic fell. I'm sorry. Oh uh, well, that's fine. You, you know, well. I, also, I, you that, I was pouring one for my homie Randy Orton because yeah. <laughs> with your mic. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so as I was saying right before I went to San Jose, I did catch up on Monday, catch up on Monday Night Raw before I left. So I gotta say, you know what? That Raw was just oh man, talk about plot hole after plot hole. Like it's just it wasn't it was a less than average Raw, and to the point that I asked myself, wow, what the hell was the point of any of these? Because Okay, let's start with the first thing first. Like when John Lawrence comes out and says he signed Big Show up to the contract on Saturday. And at that point, I thought to myself, wow, John Cena must whoop his ass so hard that he couldn't even remember the date because Yeah. Or the logic for that matter. He could he could have said I signed him up immediately after Sunday night and uh Yeah. But say he said Saturday. So I the what I what I was thinking is that you know what if John Cena slammed his head against the wall maybe one more time, he would have come down to the ring riding a skateboard saying like, You don't get it. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to be start looking for Shane. Um, <laughs> Shane oh Hill. Shane, not Shane Hill. <laughs> Shane, Shane Douglas. Shane Douglas, yeah. <laughs> all he needs to do is look, at, look for that new DV, that new ECW. He's right there fucking on the fucking cover. Look, 
Like, we, we're dynamic general manager, see? Me and my bud, Shane, we're gonna rock this town, like, whoa! <laughs> the worst part is, like, he finds out he's a general manager of a target. <laughs> yeah, one more hit to the head, that, that could have easily happened, because holy That, that would have been a new sight, though. I would have loved to see that, but holy hell, that was such a loophole. And of all the people in the world, Michael Cole was the one that corrected it. Not corrected, rather, try to make sense out of it. Yeah, another thing is, like, when Michael Cole, like, when Michael Cole has to point it out, it's really pretty bad. And I've been noticing a lot of that lately with Michael Cole, where it's like, he's like, no, what are you, what are you saying, you idiot? Yeah, it's almost sad. It's just, it's just like, guys, it's just, it takes 10 seconds to just get your head straight. I, you can't even do that. And the thing is, like, it's, the thing is, I've noticed this about John Laronice, and other and other people have noticed this too. It's like the guy can't talk anymore. Period. Like the guy's fumbling on lines left and right. Just really, homeboy. You've done this. You like. I don't think. I don't think they. I don't think. I don't think when he was. I don't think when he was. I don't think when he was with Shane Douglas. I don't think they. They um. They put much stock in his talking ability. Nor in Japan, where I'm pretty sure he didn't learn the language. Lick of the language to get to, to get um to get over to start with. So. Well, to be fair, to be fair, Johnny Ace wasn't exactly a talker. Like I've seen one of his um promo. Yeah, yeah, because I've seen one of his promo. I I think it was um oh, one of those um spin-off independent promo, but. Holy hell, I could not understand what the hell he was saying. Like, you know, I know that he ended his promo with a, you know, if you don't get it, if you don't got it, get it. If you don't get it, figure it out. And that's all I remember because the rest of it was just incoherent. Yeah, so it's like, you know, I don't think they put much stock in his talking ability. And I don't think, like, yeah, I don't think he's in the proper position to even be speaking, in my opinion, at this point. No, 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 because he's just there to have CM Punk wail on him, verbally. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So CM Punk, either CM Punk trying to, uh, trying to pwn him verbally or, or, um, or John Cena trying to, be, trying to do his best Jim Carrey, which is just like, uh... <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Um, speaking, speaking of which, um, speaking of which, I will say this, like, um... Big Show, I'll get to him this to the this week's RAW because I think this week's RAW was where his um, heel persona really took off. And uh, what else? What else do I remember? Like, I don't know. John Cena was just there, and oh yeah, the, the the lumberjack match. Like usually when it's run by heels um all around the ring, they do something like you know they just beat the crap out of the you know face guy that got tossed uh, over, and. You really gotta, you know, nail your mic down or something. Like it's trying to run oh. away from the show. It's trying. It, it has a mind of its own. It, it really. It it, it screams because it doesn't want to do this show. But keep going. <laughs> I think I think he heard us talking about John Law and I was like, "Fuck this! I'm out of here." It wants to commit seppuku. <laughs> no. Um. The lumberjack match. Heels. The heels surrounding rings. They didn't do shit. Matter of fact, they got their ass handed by Sheamus. And I found that really weird because like, this is probably the first time I've seen Lumberjack be that useless. I'm not surprised. And yeah, and, and this is probably the first time in a while I've seen Kurt Hawkinson 
Tyler Rex in primetime TV. There were the pay-per-view. I remember that. Yeah, but they were used as um, like, um, staff member to take the sign down. Yeah, but as I said, it's like for some reason I feel like I watched this show, but at the same time I don't like. I'm trying to remember if I if I did or not. That's the worst part. <laughs> Keep it going, man. It, it might it might jump yeah. my brain here a little bit. Yeah. So I mean, the show ended with a. Uh, um, John Cena is chasing Big Show to the back um, backstage, and Big Show just knocks him out with a one punch, just standing over there saying nothing. And really, that show, the overall show was just weird. Like, I think a lot of it has to do with John Lyons fumbling, and that lumberjack match just didn't do shit. That's why, you know. I, I'm not. It's a solid show, but it was just weird as hell. Yeah, like I said, we're gonna get we're gonna get to some, we're gonna get to this week's run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't watch Impact. You didn't watch it either, so fuck that. Only uh, thing I gotta say Smackdown. is Joey Ryan does not equal ratings. Joey Ryan's in it. Joey Ryan was there. Really? Really? Holy hell! That's part of the gut check. Oh my god! Oh wow! <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, that's that's gonna be interesting. Uh, no, because Joy was a regular at PWG, so, you know, and... Still looking, like, still looking like a 70s porn star, by the way. Yeah, that's a gimmick, dude. Like I know, you know, but it's like... They fucking, like, ripped a new one this week. That's all I gotta say. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> I tell you what, okay, when I, um... Next PWG event, like if Joey Ryan's there, um, I want to talk to him about this. Like, I want to see how badly they ripped him and stuff. Oh, Holy yeah. hell! Yeah. Um. So okay, so we didn't watch it. Oh, that's what Impact Plus, I guess. SmackDown, I watched a little bit before we did the recording, and I, I will say that. Uh, oh man, I want to see more about Usos and um, Darren Young and Titus O'Neil, like, cause those four guys can interact. Jeez. Yeah, I guess I, I guess like, I gotta say this right now. They, they like like Tyus O'Neill and Darren Young. That's like I'm trying to notice that they're they're a really good tag team with each other. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know what? This tag match and this tag match between those guys, Usos and the um, Tyus Young. I'm gonna call them Tyus Young now for time being because I don't want to. They're prime time players according to WWE.com. Prime time. Prime time players. Thank you. Somebody listened. Somebody listened, or they just established a long time ago, but. Right. So, primetime players and the Usos, like, their match was good. You know, mm-hmm. really, like, back and forth, back and forth, and, the, you know, primetime players got the win, but still, you know what? It was a fun match. Into their interaction before the match, really fun. Like, like Usos were making fun of their, you know, millions of dollars, millions of dollars, billions of dollars. And then, like, um, primetime players, they were making fun of the, um, you know, Usos, like, um, you know, Samoan dance. Like, yeah. And they called Darren, and the Usos called the Darren Young's head, like, you know, Microphone, you know, like boom, 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 you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it was really fun. I love that match, you know. And I'll probably catch up on that SmackDown much later. But for now, show must go on. Yeah, and the worst part is they didn't have a good showing this week. That's the only reason why yeah. I'm really not that down with SmackDown this week. I I do have to ask you a question. Why I remember Uso's name still? Okay. 
how are they not in contention for the tag team title? You know, it's always been up till this raw. It's always been, um, what is it like? You know, Jack Swagger and Dolph Ziggler. Jack Swagger, yeah, Dolph Ziggler and Jack Swagger, and you know, they ran their course like months ago. So how the hell is how the hell are Usos not getting their shot? You know, they've been they've been on longer than um, primetime players. To be fair, I don't know. I really, really don't know. I can't. I wish I got. I wish I can give you the answer. But I, some days I'm just like, okay. I don't know. That's that's just, that's just one thing I was wondering. Is just like, dude, these guys are pretty good. Like, so why not just you know, give it a shot? What the hell have they got to lose, really? Indeed. All right. So now then we get to Monday night. Raw, which was on May 28, 2012. Mm -hmm. New Orleans, New Orleans, I almost said Los Angeles, damn this LA thing. New Orleans, Louisiana, commentator Michael Cole and Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah. And, and we come out and then Big Show cuts this like heel promo and um, he's saying about how, you know, he doesn't have to smile anymore. And this was part of what I want to say. You remember almost like a month ago when Big Show got fired and immediately, you know, they brought in Bruce Clay and, you know, Kofi and Archers come out, you know, they had a match, they danced. And you and I thought that booking was just awful, you know, because of the timing. Oh, yeah. Now, now they make, now it all makes sense. Yeah, now it all makes sense here. Yeah, I give them that much, but it's like it still takes. It's like, was it really? Was it really necessary for twenty minutes? That's what I want to know. Okay, it's not that big of a payoff, but it still justifies to a certain extent that booking. You know, I mean, the horrendous booking as it was back then. Now that we have Big Show as a heel, now that he's now that he's aiming at um, WB locker room for not having his back, storyline-wise, it makes sense, you know? Yeah, and I'll give him that much that they're following up on stuff like that, where it's just like, uh, this, is kind of, this is kind of stupid, to be honest with you, and we even said it so. Yeah, but they try to justify it, and they try to justify John Cena as a as well. Of course... Nothing can justify that promo, but at least they tried, you know. Yeah. So, uh, I I mean the thing is, like I said, I, I just thought it was boring. Like like I like I like I want to get like the thing is, like I said, I keep on saying this. I want to I want to get behind the big show a lot of times, so but it's just like there's nothing really left for me to get behind them. And even if he cuts a promo, a good promo like this, it's it's almost like you're like he's damaged goods at this point. I, you know what, I'm going to disagree a little bit because at least this is a good change of pace for him, you know. And this he just turned heel just just recently. So let's just see what happens. I mean, you know, if, um, if the heel, if the, his heel run for now, if that runs out of steam, then yeah, then we can say, yeah, he's done. But I sense a little bit of promise here, you know, and this is going to amplify a lot. At the end of the raw, I will say this though, it, it, like uh, judging from what they did, what they did with him on SmackDown this week, I'm not looking forward to any of it. 
Well, we'll get to that later. Yeah. But for now, first match of the night, Alberto Del Rio with Ricardo Rodriguez versus United States champion Santino Marlala. Bless you. Yeah, thank you. Del Rio won this one, obviously, and then Ricardo he, after he the match. Just... He obliterated. He, he literally obliterated Santino. Yeah, he did. And Ricardo was just having fun just announcing the winners at Santino's face. And the thing is, like, I, I, it was one of those things where I blinked and it was over. So it's like, tells you, how, tells you how over that the United States title belt is nowadays, ladies and gentlemen. Or Santino, for that matter. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that later as well. Mm-hmm. All right, so then we have Eve Torres. With Alex Riley, who is kissing up to Eve's ass, by the way. And I'm thinking, like, wow. You know, one moment you were NXT winner, the next moment you're kissing up to Hoski's ass. How the mighty has fallen. Wait, did he, did he win the NXT? I think he did, yeah. No. no I, oh, you who know what? It? Yeah. If we're, we're going to go by WWE Recon, I'm pretty sure that's what they're going to tell us now. Yeah, Cause, more or less. Okay. I, less. Yeah, because he was in the same year. He was in that same season that was, that Senshi was also on it. Yeah, and I remember he won it, and then well, we all know what happened with that. So I'm pretty sure they're like, uh, 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 Alex Riley's the <laughs> <Alex> winner. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're right. <laughs> no, you're right. Riley didn't win that one, but still, you know what? Considering where Loki is now, yeah, Riley might as well be the winner. <laughs> exactly. Alright, so Riley kisses up the Hoski's ass, but, you know, Big Show, well, pretty much obliterates him. That man cannot get a break. No. Forever jobber. Mm -hmm. So now we have WWE Tag Team title match between the new Freebirds, Kofi Kingston and R-Truth, with Little Jimmy versus Swaggler. Zwagler, aka the show offs, which is a that's a horrible the, 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 the yeah, it's American a... show offs. That, that's a horrible nickname for a team. Yeah, it is, and for good reason too, because the new Freebirds, Kingston and Truth, retains the title, and after that, Dolph Ziggler just bolts out, saying like, "I'm better than this." Good for him. He is better than this. Yeah, he is. I agree with him. Yeah. Like I said, like when we get to SmackDown later, it's, I know I keep on saying SmackDown like later, 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 stuff like that. It's just like he actually had a, he actually had a pretty decent match with Sheamus. Ooh. So I, I should uh, so yeah. So I just <laughs> tell you, it's like you know he, he is better than this. So. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, I, I don't know. It's also one of those matches where it's like I blink and it was over as well. Cause like, I can remember that segment with the Big Show and Eve Torres and Alex Riley. Ran a little too long. The match started. They went to commercial. Just as they came back from commercial, the match ended. I'm like, what happened here? Oh. All right. So then we get to the center the ring where John Lionel, Hosky, and Carlton. Yeah, we'll get to that later. That's why. Okay. They're, in the, they're introducing the WV13 cover with John Lionel on, on the cover, which is, we all know, 
those people with the internet, we all know that's a bullshit. It's been announced like weeks ago before that. It was leaked on the internet that it was CM Punk on the cover. Mm hmm. With, how, with the trailer however, after that. However, for the benefit of people power, Cody Ledesma has announced that like it's going to have a virtual cover with that cover. What? Yep. Oh my god, are you fucking <laughs> I am not kidding. Either that, either that, either that or gonna offer you a printout version of that of that cover to put on your um on your on whatever version. I don't remember the exact oh details, my... but it's like that's a pretty good deal in my opinion. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so Punk officially unveiled the official WV thirteen cover which with him on it. And and then, you know what? Like Punk just verbally beat the shit Lauren Iris. Like, like this should be this should be a thing of the week, almost. You know, almost. almost. I, will, I will say I will say that I will say that that comment about him and Pac Man have both of them having no testicles. That was actually funny. Yeah. So, all right. So after that, the match. Happened, which is WB Champion CM Punk versus Daniel. Yes, 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 Brian. I will give you this much. I didn't really enjoy this match, believe it or not. Oh, this is a great match. Like, um, even with a little shenanigan at the end, it was such a great match. Yeah, and I guess that's that's why it's just like I think because of shenanigans. I guess that's why I like looking back. It's like, did I really like that match? But now looking back, at it, it's like, yeah, that was actually. Out of all the matches I've watched so far, that's a pretty good match. Yeah, so after that, um, Kane comes in and just destroys the shit out of Daniel Bryan. And then was going for the um, was going for CM Punk, but then you know Punk had a chair, courtesy of AJ, and then Punk stands tall. Hmm. Yeah. More shenanigans. Yeah. And, and honestly, like, uh, how is how is AJ gonna play this out? Like, is she gonna play more, pull more sh- pull more shenanigan at the No Way Out? I mean, seems like seems that way. I think this is what's gonna happen. I think it's gonna be more more shenanigans with her, mm-hmm. and then I think the blow off match will have her barred from ringside, and that, I think that's where we're gonna see like the for reals, like the, like the fra- like the final confrontation between Daniel Ryan versus CM Punk with like you know in a cage or something like that without no shenanigans happening. Ooh. That would be actually pretty damn awesome. Yeah, cuz like the thing is like that's how I see it. If she's interfering this much and doing all this shit, you know, they yeah, I I predict that like they're going to like they're going to bar from ringside or something like that in, in like the like not this one in not the not in the upcoming match but like, you know, in like you know, in the near future, I'm pretty sure at Money in the Bank they're gonna try something because like I think Daniel Bryan has a three way. He has a three way match just um in during the, during pay per view this on uh, no way out right. Yeah, um okay. between him, Punk and Kane. So yeah, so it's like um I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that that's another shenanigans match and then they're gonna do another shenanigans match also at and um Money in the Bank and I'm pretty sure. If all if all if all goes well, then it's, then at then at um that SummerSlam it's gonna be like the blow off match. That's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. All right. So after that match, this is the Intercontinental Champion Christian, no title match by the way, versus the Miz, and 
This was actually a pretty decent match with Miz being in charge most of the time. Yeah, but it's like, uh, like it was it was kind of evident something you you said to me a couple like, a couple of months back about about the Miz, where it's just like the guy just isn't has an has like a uh, has an unbelievable move set. You start to notice that when you have someone at his own speed like Christian, and you're like, what the hell? Yeah, I mean Christian, like like Christian sold it like a champ still, you know. But like, I think I was it was decent matches for me, man. I was still impressed with Christian and Miz, both of them, you know. Yeah, and you know maybe he's getting out of it, but it's like at the same time, all I can think of is just like some all the things you said. I just I started paying a little bit more attention to the match itself. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, really, I think Miz still has some some gas in him. It's just that you know he's in that like. They don't know what to do with him, you know? They, they really don't know who to pin him against, you know? Well, it looks like they were going to put him against someone after uh, after the match. Yeah, because what happened after the match is that uh, Miz just, like, like, just got pissed off and just wailed on Mike, like, saying that, you know, where's... His share, like, because he's the reason that reason that Johnny Ace is still GM, and and I'm no I'm nowhere, and I don't mean like just so, suddenly, just like Randy Orton comes out and just RKO's him. Yeah, so it's like and that, 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 that thank God for that. Right, you thought, and for the moment you thought you know RKO versus um Miz was gonna happen, but no, suspension happened. Yep. Drugs just happened, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So I, I really don't know what's gonna happen after Miz. Like, where, what? Who do you think Miz can like go against? Like, really? Like, that's it. I, I, if RK was out, then that's it. I'm done. You know, I, I, I can't think of anyone else. The only one person I can think of right now, because like they're not really putting pinning him against anyone either, is Brodus Clay. Oh man, like I think I'll. No, they they that that ran out because they had a match at pay per view. I think. Oh um, yeah, that's right. Was... <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. Right, I remember was a raw match they had one where where he cut the promo about him being King Hippo. By the yeah. way, I so I'm still looking for residuals. From, from the Miz for that joke. Yeah, all five dollars. Exactly. He needs to buy me. He needs to buy me dinner. He needs to buy me a burger at at In and Out to make up for that for that for him stealing my joke. <laughs> um. Oh no, there's one person I thought of, and uh, this is gonna sound really bad, but you know, Santino Marilla. I think it's if there's a time to take the belt away from Santino, I think it's. It's, uh, you know, I hate to say this. I think Miz should be the one to do it. I believe you. I can see I can, I can see him as a United States champion. He's held it before. And he's not just, like I said, like, he's improved over the years. So it's like, uh, let's let's give him another run. I think what, I think what also hurt him also was having the, was having the belt so early in his, so, so early without proving him, like, without being, giving him, like, any real test to his abilities. Yeah, uh, you know what? Yeah, I can see that. So it's like I can see, I can see now him. Like, I, like the thing is, I just don't see him as like a high, you know, a a. I don't see him as a big superstar. Like I can see him having like the the B list, like you know, U S title, and that's as far as I'll go. I can't see him 
World Heavyweight Champion. That's still, I'm still can't believe I, I can say it with a straight face. Yeah, the, the whole time, like, I, like, Miz held the title. I didn't really buy into it, you know, just because, well, look at him, you know. Not just that, it's just like, uh, anyways. That's a whole it's just something about him, isn't it? You know, basically. It's just something about the guy overall. Yeah, it's just like, you know, the guy just needs to improve. Like, I don't know, he just needs to improve. And that's just it. Like, you know, we have John Cena and then Miz back then, right? And the different, like, we just, we just make fun of both of guys, that, you know, a lot back then. Like, just, you know. Think back to that time, you know, when both yeah, of them were champion. And they, we, we, I think we make yeah. fun of them more now than I think. Nowadays, it's like the Miz was like, now we're like, Miz, we're like, oh, just do something different. And with John Cena, we're like, for God's sake, just leave our televisions, for God's sakes. Yeah, but think back to that time, like WrestleMania, like where they were feuding. Like, we would make fun of them mercilessly. Now... The difference being is that when John Cena had held the belt, yeah, you sort of want to believe it, you know. Oh yeah, you know he has a belt, he's a champ. When Miz held the title, it's like uh, he has a title. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it, it, like there's there, 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 there's certain credibility clause to everything. The day, like I said, the day that that um the day that any kind of title belt is deemed worthless is the day if Santino Morello wins like any any like higher. A higher ranked belt. Like if suddenly the Santino wins the, the world heavyweight title or you or the or just the title at WWE Championship, I'm gonna just I'm gonna say that belt is guaranteed as dead as a dead as a doorknob. What about Divas title? Yeah, didn't he win the Divas title at one point? I don't think he did. Uh, okay. I could be wrong, but I don't think he did. I could have swore he was. No. I think you're thinking someone. I think you're thinking someone else. But um, let's leave it at that for now. So indeed, we get to the next match. Yeah, we got to the next match, which is Carlton Otunga versus Sheamus. That happened. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Um, it, yeah, Otunga did things like I'll admit, like David Otunga put up a fight, but come on, it's Sheamus. Yeah, and the thing is, like, like this is the kind of match that I, w- that I would like to see from, from David Otunga and from Sheamus. But at the same time, I think it's been bottled. The, the whole show was just bottled down with such weird things happening. We're just at the end. I just didn't really care. Mm. Yeah. And then, so, bro, um, Sheamus won, broke kick. So, that goes without saying. The fella kick. The fella kick. Yeah, you know what? Good idea. We're going to call it fella kick now. There you go. Yeah. So the main event, yeah, I can't believe we're saying this, calling this a main event because it's Brutus Clay versus the Big Show. And the match didn't even happen. The Big Show just walked down the ramp with a mic saying how, you know, Brutus Clay is a joke. Like, you know, he's. Worse than when Picture was wearing a diaper, uh, fighting his joke, uh, Yoko Bono, Akebono, Akebono, and yeah, the only thing, the only thing like Bruce Clay could do was to like make up, uh, wear a clown makeup, and you know, dress himself like a doink to clown. Only difference is that doink had talent. Ow, burn. Ow, is that is that the thing of the week? 
Uh, maybe. Let's keep on going and see what we can get at. Okay. Alright. Then Big Show charges towards Brothers Clean, just spears him, which, oh my goodness, it's, it looks like it hurt like hell. Like, especially if you do it on Bruce Clay, you know, it's just like that speed math kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. And just, picture just destroys Bruce Clay. And then later on, towards the end, uh, Kofi Kingston and R-Truth comes in to assist Bruce. But, um, no, not going to happen. Those two get destroyed instantaneously. And, like, so... Many carnage, like Big Show just destroys the um, announce table and uses a piece of that to just wail on Bruce Clay and then tosses Kofi through, and I repeat, through the barricade. And then R Truth just like tosses him around like a ragdoll and then just punches Bruce Clay, knockout just cold. And total carnage. That happened. And this is, okay, this is, you and I are probably going to disagree with this. And I think this, for this Raw, at the very least, it established Big Show as a legitimate threat. Like, he destroyed Bruce Clay clean. And then he just tossed around um, Kofi and R-Truth like they were nothing. And destroyed some sets at the same time. True. But no, it's it just like, to me right now, like, I wouldn't mind as much the Big Show turning heel. But it's just like, like I said, they, 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 they've they killed any kind of momentum they had with him over the last couple of months. Or last even even as far as the last couple of years. And it's just like, at, at this point, it's just like, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't know what, what to do with it anymore. I think it's all just, it was just stupid. A lot of talking, a lot of useless talking. I wanted to go to sleep during the show. Well, you could do that all you want, but I mean, when I well, I saw it, I thought it was pretty decent raw at the very least. I mean, I'm gonna say it's solid, pretty solid, just because. Yeah, sure, you know, there were some matches that was just useless, like Santino getting destroyed by Alberto Del Rio. Of course, you know, that was useless. But um, you know, Big Show's progression as this, like, you know, full of hate, raging heel, and I think this raw pretty much um established it, you know, in my opinion, and I think that worked. And Daniel Bryan versus um, CM Punk match, yeah, awesome. Just freaking awesome. Even even the throwaway matches like uh, WWE tag team match between um, the Freebirds and, the um, you know, Swaggler, uh, two things happened. One, it still showed that the Kofi and R-Truth can work together. They're, they're still legitimate tag team champion. And two, it show the dissension between the Swaggler and then it shows that, you know, Dolph Ziggler now wants to go solo, which was what he solely needed. So, it did some things right, while the other things, it's just like, just missed the mark, missed the mark completely, so. Yeah, I don't blame you. I want the, I, I, like, that was actually pretty good for my opinion, especially the whole thing about, um, about, um, I would say, um, uh, something else, where Dolph Ziggler wanted to do stuff on his own. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, it's it's not good raw at all. Like, you know, it's but yeah, I could still manage it. You know. Yeah, same here. Yeah. So 
that's just about it. And then now, then we move on to your worst nightmare, TNA Impact Wrestling, Orlando, Florida, May, May 31st, 2012, at commentator Mike Tenay and Taz. This happened. <laughs> and you're going to hear that a lot from him, trust me. And apparently, they start off the match immediately. They start off with a fucking lumberjack match. I'm just like, who the fuck booked this? Not really. Who the fuck books lumberjack match at the beginning of the show? And not not just anyone, like not just anyone. Of all the people, Bobby Roode and Sting. What the, the hell kind of book? Heavyweight champion. How? What the fuck kind of booking is this? It gets worse, ladies and gentlemen. Like, like, yeah, and look, like, I think this is designed to come because, like, by even by TNA standard, this is a horrible booking. There's, there's this like, horrible like, shit left and right. Oh my god. No, it's just like, I remember you told me that, um, you know how um Transformers in the '80s show were uh, made, right? You know, they had the startboard, and then, yeah. you know, they, yeah, they would just. Toss the dart at um, at character sheets at the at the board and just like at character sheets and then a, a MacGuffin and then you know how they're gonna retrieve it yeah 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 they did that right yeah I feel like um they they had the same setup except instead of the dart they tossed a grenade at it and when it exploded it shattered to pieces and whatever piece fell closer to the creative staff. That's how it was going to be booked, and I feel like this is what happened here. Oh my god, I don't even, get, I don't even know where to even start with this. Okay. Um, why would you start? I, I understand why they, they did this. They want to have a big match on their, on their big new time slot in their fucking live. So, yeah, I can see them trying to do that, but it's just like one of those things where it's like, you don't know you got you could you could have easily started this with like a you could have just easily started this with an X division match you know that, and that would have gotten people's attention and escalate to something better. But I guess the biggest part of this is the actual end to the match itself, and the thing is here's another thing. The thing you do know why they do lumberjack matches right? Yeah. But the whole concept of why the, the, a lumberjack match is like to have enforcers around the ring, and usually right. it's because. And, and here's the thing: when it comes to something like that, it's usually for a very, very, very heated feud. Mm-hmm. When was this set up? I think it was set up the day you didn't watch Impact. Apparently, that's what I remember, and apparently that's that's what that's when I didn't watch it, and it's just like. Even still, what the fuck did Sting do to deserve a, a world? Uh, what did Sting do to even deserve this match in the first place? Uh, and it, it gets even it gets worse, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Who's because just, Hulk Hogan comes out. No, no. Sting wins. Yeah, yeah. Sting okay. fucking wing wins wings. I want some wings now. Wings. But but he wins. You you mean to tell me this guy, for eleven months, who's had the belt almost for a year now, loses to Sting? Sure, it makes Sting look great, but we know Sting's already had some good matches. 
You don't need to. We don't need to know how. We don't need this. We just don't. Yeah, but again, bad booking. It gets worse though. If you huh? think all that, you think everything I just said was the worst. That's not even the worst. Hogan comes out as you were trying as you were trying to allude to us. Hogan comes out. He's like. You know what, brother? I like this match there, Jack, dude. I'm gonna make a match at Slammiversary there, brother. And you guys, and you, Jack, Jack, brother, brother, are gonna have a match between both of you. I'm like, we just saw the match. We know what's gonna happen. You really expect us to pay thirty, forty, fifty, sixty dollars for this shit just to watch what we just saw earlier? My mind just. Fucking, it's just, uh, I'm sorry, I, I, I tried to make sense, I really did, I, I really tried to make sense of this, <laughs> I can't, fuck this thing, I, I, it's already like, what, like first match and I'm already saying fuck this thing, I, I don't think I ever did that with TNA, like at the very least, at the very least, I would wait until the end of TNA to say, Fuck this show, and what is it, like 30 minutes in? Like 20, maybe less? I'm already saying, minutes in. fuck. 15, 15 minutes in, fuck this show. It gets worse. Oh my god, like, I, I, okay, hold on, hold, hold that thought, okay? Keep going, because I'm going to go find uh, Don King's Thesaurus and see if I can come up with something worse than fuck this show. I also get you a noose as well. So apparently that... after uh, uh, what? Okay, go on. So after that, Bully Ray was in the ring. He called out Joseph Parks, and he's he and he says shit, he starts talking shit to Joseph Parks to get him to to get um to get Bully to get um to get um, Joseph Parks to, to you know to attack him, and he openly admits now that he was involved with 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 getting his brother Abyss you know abducted or whatever. So. Um, apparently they set up a match between, with uh, apparently Bully Ray being the worst, the worst heel of all time, decides to make a match at, at Slammiversary, so, instead of trying to kick his ass right there, right then and there. I'm, I'm already bored. Maybe this, maybe this next match might be able to help you. Next, the, the, finally, in our next match... Well, actually, I can't believe I'm gonna say it. I was gonna say this in our first match, but then I realized, oh yeah, that bullshit happened. And the <laughs> next, the next match was an X Division Championship. Oh, no, no, match. no, minus well, no, minus what, minus what? Because this should have been the first match. It actually might have been the only match. The TNA X Division Championship match between Double A Austin Aries versus Chris Sabin. A, a double, a double, a double, double A. That's yeah. on Anderson. Yeah, not my bad. Derp. Yeah, derp. All right, but it sounds okay. Off the bat, it sounds like a great match. Like I think, was it a good match? It was a really good match. See, that's I just it. Like you know, the problem is I, I kind of wish this match went longer. And then I'm thinking to myself, why wasn't this the opening match? Yeah, there you go. What the hell happened? I think the problem is like I would have been more forgiving to this show if this was like the first hour main event or the second or the main main event. But we'll get to something later to happen that may justify that this was indeed the main event for the the night. So, okay. All so right. So after that, so we... go on. 
Okay, so I want to say the um, Austin Aries one via roll up. Mm hmm. Yeah, go on. And so after that, we have our we have our gut check gut check segment, where it, where they replaced um Ric Flair because he has been quote unquote suspended from the company, meaning he is going to go to WWE, and he's been replaced by Taz. So it's so now it's Taz. And Bruce Prichter and um, Bruce Prichard. What? Bruce yeah, Prichard. Bruce, Bruce Prichter and um, Al Snow looking through the video of last week's match, on um, gut check match between Joey Ryan and Austin Aries. Wait, did I just say that out loud? How did I miss this match? Jesus fucking Christ! So yeah, so like so um. They they essentially just ripped this guy a new one. They're like the 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 porn star guy. He's like the porn star gimmick's not gonna work. This and that, blah blah blah. And I'm like, uh, okay. That's the whole gimmick of Joey Ryan, where he just looks like a goon. Yeah, I mean that's been his gimmick for the last years, like almost five years, I want to say. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and oh man, like. I don't know. It's like um, if if TNA needs anything, it's pers- more personalities. You know, like like A Double Austin Aries. Like you know, you, he's gonna Mike. Like like just and so let me get this straight. Alex Silva, a uh, guy who was a jobber at WWE for a while, like short while I might add, and has no distinctive personality, gets passed, and then like they rip on Joey Ryan. Right, yeah. You're kidding me, right? You're fucking kidding me. It gets worse. And maybe I'm, okay. Maybe I'm a little bit biased, like because uh, you know, I've seen him a lot in PW. But believe me, like when he does a douchebag like persona, well, so. The thing uh, is, like, you need a guy like that in TNA right now. You need because like everybody just seems so. Like straight. No, that's just that. It's like tepid water. Hmm. It's like it's it's just so like uh, it's just, they're just there. Like here's Mr. Anderson. He's an asshole, but he hasn't done anything assholeish at all, other than saying he's an asshole. Yeah, and then here, the here we had and, and then Joey yeah, Ryan. We showed foot, they showed footage of the match between between um Austin Aries and and uh, Joey Ryan, and Joey Ryan was just like being a total cocky heel with him. Yeah. Then it, it just makes it's laughable that they would just rip on guy like this. I don't know whether it's, they're trying to kayfabe it or not, and they're gonna hire him eventually. I'm not sure. Um, I hope they do. But holy hell, like you know, really? <laughs> yeah, that that happened. Yeah. Damn, like I'm I'm a little bit pissed off now. <laughs> uh, now you know how I feel. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe because like they ripped on a homeboy, that's why. Yeah. So yeah. then, they, so all night they've been teasing the fact that they were gonna have a fan vote of having either Jeff Hardy, Mr. Anderson, or RV, RVD, and Robbie E to face Devon for his TV title. So, the person who won was Jeff Hardy. I don't know. It must have been rigged. Well, I don't know. I'm surprised if anyone votes on that thing. Oh yeah. So they had a match, and 
Yeah, I just like it was just there. Like I, I like, it got to a point where I, just, I didn't want to see any more. I didn't want to see any more anything at all. So I just like I, I just tuned this match out. Apparently, yeah. Um, I, I... Apparently, Devon retains by, by with, with a DQ because um Robbie E and Robbie Rob, the Robbies attacked um attacked Devon. Yeah, and I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. You um. You skip the Dixie Carter part because, well, that's atrocious. But um, that match that, just not only that, it's a nothing fucking happened in that segment. Yeah, I am I, not shitting I read you. Through it. Nothing, absolutely nothing happened of consequence or nothing of like they literally wasted ten fucking minutes of my fucking. God, I'm gonna need a beer after this. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Holy shit! Like TNA got Ramsey drunk now. <laughs> oh wow! If you wonder who that, if you wonder who that segment is. Essentially, um, Dixie Carter calls in um, Brooke Hogan, and Brooke Hogan is like, "Hi, I, I really like being here. Isn't that blah blah blah? Bye." I'm like. Oh man! All right, so move on. So we finally have the the results of the gut check challenge. Do you want to take one wild guess what they what, what all what all three men decided to do? No, because they're douchebags. Yep, you are correct. <laughs> I knew it! Oh my god, I fucking knew it! Like, <laughs> it's like they're they're literally like. Like you mentioned, like you know, you you hit when you hit the nail in the when you hit the nail right there. It says you know, you know, everyone feels like a tepid water. I knew that Joey Ryan was not gonna get in because like like they are not gonna like the people with guys with unique personalities like that. And there, I was right. Holy shit! What the fuck? Like why? So yeah, that happened. <laughs> Oh my god! And then the main event of the show was Christopher Daniels versus AJ Styles for like the, like the one billionth time. Speaking of guys that have that 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 deserve, I think a couple of Subway sandwiches from the amount of times they had they've had their their matches stamped. The thing is, that it's not like here's the worst part. Like I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind it, but it's also one of those things. Where at the end of the day, it's also the same thing I'd say when it when it came to Kurt Angle and. Um, Jeff Jarrett was just like, can we move on to someone else, especially now? Where for reals now, I can say they've been feeding for like the last 10 years? Even more? Am I correct on this? A little bit. Maybe a little bit more. I'm pretty sure they're going to be in the geriatric, they're going to be in the geriatric house still trying to trying to do planchas off each other. <laughs> you stole my uh, medicine! Uh, Hell no! And then and then um, AJ Styles does some um, spiral tap up the office walker or something. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I pay good money to see that shit, by the way. Oh, you and I both. So a match happened, and then um, so um, AJ wins by via pin via pinfall. But then um, Kaz Kaz gets attacked. Kaz attacks AJ, and then um, Christopher Daniels tells him, "Oh, you know what? I I phone tapped your conversation between you and Dixie Carter." And I swear to God, it's the funniest thing when you see it. 
it's a stock image of it showed a stock image of Dixie Carter with a picture they found of AJ Styles like the most herpiest derpiest picture of AJ Styles they can find <laughs> I swear to god like if there's a definition of herping and a derping it's that picture of AJ Styles they found oh wow he's gotta look like oh boy <laughs> oh my god like Oh man, like I think, uh, is there? I wonder if there's a picture of that because I think I can use that for um title card or something. I'll see how I can try to find it later, but um, <laughs> so it's a, basically a conversation where like, hey, you know, um, is Surge around? And Dixie's like, uh huh, he's not around. You want to do something? Yes, let us do something. How long is Surge gonna be gone? I don't. No. Let us do something. And then Dixie Carter's like, Shut it off! Shut it off! Shut it all off! Shut it off! Shut it all off! God damn it! Shut it all off! And that's how we end the show. <laughs> okay. Like, the the way you said it, it almost sounds like, you know, those, like, you know, the the sex robots from Futurama. It's like, you know, I want to go I Like, I want to go out with you. AJ Styles. <laughs> Those that they would actually have more personality than than they did. Sad, isn't it? Oh, God, I just. Here's the worst part. Raw pissed. Raw Raw was not a good Raw. SmackDown was not a good SmackDown. But they did not actually actively try to find a way to piss me off like 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 Impact Wrestling did. Holy shit! Like I think I think the problem is that when you know that right off the bat you, you get pissed off over like that first match. Holy shit! Like, if there's if there's an example of a horrific booking, that was it. And here at the end, at the end, AJ um, AJ Daniels, Cass, and that stuff. Another horrible booking because that should not be how you end the show. You know, if anything, that Lumberjack match should have been the last and the, the announcement of the SummerSlam, uh, SummerSlam, uh, Slammiversary match, that should have been how it ended. Like, this was just god-fucking-awful booking and, like, whoever thought of this should be just get kicked in the balls, like, multiple times because there's no way this is passable. Like, uh, this is not even below average. This is not even D. This is, like, straight-up FS and fuck your shit. I want to say it's even worse, cause like I, I, it, I think I honestly think now, um, TNA is actively trying to find a way to piss me off. I think they, you know what? I think they tapped your phone or something. They tapped they, your they, internet. They, 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 they're fucking. They're tapping this. They're tapping this fucking um, conversation as we speak. <laughs> Oh god, watch like next week, next week on Impact, it's gonna be your voice with AJ Styles voice on a phone tap. Ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> but no, it's just like ah, it's like it didn't it's just like I said, it this show like there's like there's there were boring shows this week. I thought Raw was boring and un, un uninteresting. Yeah, yeah, you said that. You said that already. You said this already. Yeah, and then 
SmackDown, it's pretty much the same thing where it was just like, it looks like they were trying to be a little bit better by having more matches. But at the same time, like stuff happened where it's just like, it didn't click on me. But nothing, absolutely nothing was out. Like, I'm like, again, they're just actively trying to get me mad. And I am mad. I'm actually like, I am actually riled up right now. And I'm sure somewhere out there, Dixie. I'm sure somewhere out there, Dixie kind of probably wired you with um, you know, like heartbeat monitor or something. And she just looks at the monitor and like realizes that you're pissed off. And then Dixie card is just like excellent. And then sips on her like like champagne from Bethmore or something. Oh my god, that stupid rigid bitch. She needs to get punched in the face. That stupid fucking cunt. Oh, uh, between her and Brooke Hogan, who would you punch first? Both of them. <laughs> oh, oh! Then, my I, then, then, like... then what I would do? I would put. I would then I would punch Bruce Pictor and and Al Snow and Taz, <laughs> Mike Tenay. Um, I'll take every. I'll take Hulk Hogan out. I'm. He's. He, look. He's got a plastic leg. I can fucking. I'm. That, that means I got an advantage on that motherfucker right now. <laughs> I'll take out Sting. I don't know how. What, I'm pretty sure he, he, he's 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 tainted with his Twilight. I I can still fucking go at him. I swear to fucking God, I'll take out the fucking booking team. I'll kill Vince Russo. I'll put his head on a pike. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! There's so many things I'm gonna um, do right now. I think. Uh, you know what? Okay, okay, Dixie Carter, if you tap this. If you really, really tap this recording, I want you to have Ramses Rivera as part of the gut check. I want to see what this motherfucker can do in Florida. If I'm the gut check, I'd be allowing everyone. <laughs> I'll be like, you're in, 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 you're in. Joey Ryan, you're in. Um, person with that, with good, with you know, indie guy with good attitude, you're in. Um, this, you, you're in, you're in, you're in. Uh, no, 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 not, not, not as a judge, as a contestant. <laughs> you do know, you do know what the first thing I'm gonna do just to get their attention. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna start like, I'm gonna like try to eat my, eat my opponent. I'm okay with this. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, uh,. This is stressing me out. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I, but but let's okay. So I know, but let's look at the few. One good thing first, with one good thing only, which is um Austin Aries versus Chris Saban. That was a good match. Really good. Match. Yeah. So just take in just take in the solace that that match happened, even though that match could not save this entire shit fest. Take in the solace that that match happened, and it was good. DNA impact. They know wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They know. They know one wrestling. The rest of them, they don't even know what to do with them. Yeah. Uh, can we go on to another subject, please? Yeah, we're gonna go on to the lesser hurting subject, which is. WWE SmackDown, June 1st, 2012, Baton Rouge, Louis, Louisiana, at Mike, Michael Cole, uh, Shucky Ducky, Booker T, and Josh Oh, Matthews. yeah, sucker. Sucker's gotta suck. Yeah. And 
first of all, we start off the show with Seamus. Okay, this is, this is weird. Usually when usually when when the show opens with someone talking, I usually am like, ugh, can you start with something else? But this did not piss me off as uh, as other um as other um as uh, as other opening segments do. Hmm. So this opening segment between him and because basically he's call he calls out um Seamus calls out um. Um, Otunga, and they have a back and forth, and yeah, yeah. I mean, was it at, all right at least between Otunga and um, Seamus? Yeah, and then Alberto the Real came out as well, and that made everything even hmm. better. <laughs> all right, that's good. And then Seamus um, says he's sorry, but then he just broke kicks. Uh, I'm sorry, fella kicks the shit out of Otunga. Oh yeah, if there's a, I don't know if that like legit made contact or or David Otunga is selling like he just sold like he just got got shot in the head or something like that. But damn, damn, if he sold that 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 kick to the head beautifully. You see that Otunga? We're giving you credit. Exactly. I never thought in a million years I'd be I'd be giving that guy credit. And yet here we are. Indeed. Yeah, so we have a jobber alert, and the ring is Heath Slater with no entrance. So you know what that means. It's going to be Heath Slater versus Ryback. Oh, no, oh. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We wish. Oh, no. I know. We wish, but like two weeks That would be realistic. That would be realistic, but no, it's actually Sin Cara. Who, by the way, is who? By the way, got new new entrance, same fucking lighting, and he slowed down considerably. Hmm. And I think that was a part of the problem when he was botching is that he was way too fast. And I think you think he he's caught up to the American style. But he's still just too damn quick, in my opinion. He needs to slow down okay. more. Like I I'm see. not saying sc- slow down to a crawl, but the thing is like. I don't know. He, I can tell it's like he is slowing down a lot because, like, when he does moves, you can actually like instead of being like in a blink, he's already on top of a guy after doing a Hurun Kamrata. You can see him try to like be a little bit slower with that kind of thing. So, mm. I see. And so... oh, yeah, he, he does. He, oh yeah, he he also doesn't he 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 also doesn't catapult into the ring anymore. Oh, I guess he learned his lesson. Yeah, now he um he slides into the ring and then he does like these weird backflips. It's weird. Oh, I see. It is like like I said, like when I saw him, I thought he was gonna do the the ring thing, but he's like he ran and then he slid under the ring. I'm like, where's his trampoline? <laughs> I wanted to break his. I wanted to break his like you know. I wanted him to break his wrist as he was trying to go down or something <laughs> like that. Or just catapult too far and lands on uh, Michael Cole. <laughs> he'd do both. He'd do us a favor at that, in that at that point. I know, huh? But by the virtue of jobber alert rule, Sin Cara wins this match by La Mystica. Oh yeah. Or, so there you go. Hopefully, hopefully like we now we're, it's like it's like so, it's like when you go into you know how in the workplace I don't know if you have it at your job but it's like at the work in some workplaces they have like we've gone one day without without a we've gone one we've gone one SmackDown without a botch. 
So much just started counter, really, at this point. Like, how many Smackdowns will we, how, how many Smackdowns will we get to until Sin Cara botches? <laughs> yeah. I, I better yet, I think that's like part of the Vegas deal, right? I think that's part of the Vegas betting right now. It's like, how long before Sin Cara botches? Well, let me go to Caliente and see what the over-under is right now. <laughs> Alright, in the meanwhile, we have another jobber alert. Holy hell, that's like two jobbers in a row. What the hell? Yeah, now we have Ezekiel Jackson as jobber um, versus Ryan. No, I'm just kidding. No, again, I'm kidding. It's Damien Sandow. The you know, self-proclaimed um, savior of enlightenment and everything that is holy. Is Ezekiel Jackson starting to look more and more like a roided up um, Isaiah Mustafa? Um, a little bit. It's probably the hair. Yeah, that's why I'm, but... looking at this, I'm looking at Ezekiel Jackson and I'm like, you look like a roided up he's, uh, he's Isaiah Mustafa. I don't know, man. Until he comes out wearing a towel and an old spice on his hand, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't... <laughs> that would be funny, though. Indeed. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You know what? Oh shit! Like that's what he needs. Like you know, Ezekiel Jackson needs to have a manager, and I think having I think Mustafa as a manager would be like just amazing. Indeed. You know, but we can only hope. Indeed. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, again, Damien Sandow pulls the, you're an Eagle Ramus, therefore I am not fighting you. You're welcome, card. Yeah, and basically, and, yeah. Yeah, basically he did the same thing as a couple weeks ago, but Jackson just, you know what, no, fuck your shit, just... Brought him into ring the hard way, and he bounced him off the turn turnbuckle. That's how it starts off. Uh -huh. But he just wails. He just wails on him, and but then he um, escapes the torture rack, and then is some um, you know does some knee lift, and then leg sweep, and then I think Sandow kicks him, and then does a whole double arm neck neckbreaker finisher, which is probably going to be regular now. And so Damien Sandow wins by the virtual jobber alert rule once again. That was pretty well. I don't know really what to think of. You know, like when you when you when you see someone with no entrance, it means that something that someone's gonna like dominate him. And well, there you go. Yeah, and after that. Alberto Del Rio and then Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, Alberto Del Rio comes in and he's talking and he's talking um, and they're, Alberto Del Rio and Carl Rios are talking. And then Dolph Ziggler walks in saying, "You know what? I'm better than this. You know, I'm gonna go challenge um, Sheamus for the for the World Heavyweight Title." And mm -hmm. that and happened. Then... <laughs> and then we have another jumper. Okay, okay, stop, stop, stop. What the fuck? Like, this is three consecutive jobbers. How the fuck does... How? Dude, it's like, it's like it's like the 1980s, man. We're back to watching superstars of wrestling. Oh my god, I travel back in time. <laughs> you're gonna see... You're gonna, you're gonna see some dude fight Ronnie Garvin. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> 
not even born yet. Or at least I'm really a small chill child, but still. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, fuck. It gets worse. And, well, it gets better or yeah, worse depending on who, well, depending on where you stand. Yeah. So we have two jobbers from two schmucks from Alabama, and they are facing Ryback. No, and really, this time it's Ryback. No, this really happened. <laughs> no, <laughs> third time, third time, and it's Ryback. <laughs> and he obliterated. He did not. He did not kill. He did not. He, he did not like pin him. He murdered, obliterated. He he made him cease to exist in this plane of existence. I don't know what happened to these guys afterwards. Oh my god! Right back steals your steals steals your earthly persona. You you do not cease to exist in the plane of the plane of man. The face right back means that is a, is the face the face right back is a challenge to, is a challenge to see if you still live or not. If by virtue of you still win, you win, and you you win you you win eternal life. If you don't, you you'll be sent to the nether realms to wander around as a spirit for the rest of your life. Oh. Oh my god, this, this book, this fucking, this, okay, look, uh, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying this is a horrible booking, um, this is still by far better than what TNA pulled the entire hour of their existence, but, <laughs> to have, like, this is, be this is better than, this is better than, like, t this is better than, like, five minutes of TNA impact. Yeah, but, no, no, the entire two hours of TNA impact combined, but, I want to say like I want to say like you know three, three chopper fest in a row. That is just unheard of. Like, and the worst part is that they're actually compared to TNA. They're actually really good. Yeah, that's the worst part. Like I'm not knocking on these three matches. No, no, no. I'm just saying that like out of all the years I've seen WWE, I I don't think I've ever seen where we have three consecutive job fest. It gets wor I, I don't like, know if it gets better or worse, but like, we, but they, there's another jobber, there's another quote unquote jobber match later on in the night, so. Ah, son of a bitch. Alright, so let's move on to the next one then. Alright, the next match is. Excuse Dolph Ziggler with Vicky Guerrero versus the Great White Sheamus. Apparently, at the, the beginning of the match, the, um, um, Dolph Ziggler's like, cut that bullshit, takes a mic from Vicky and just says, I'm gonna face, I'm gonna face, um, Sheamus tonight. I'm like, holy shit! Usually he comes out doing wow. like you know push-ups and stuff like. No, he is like determined as fuck to get to get at Sheamus. I'm like, I like this. I think this is solely, exactly solely what Dolph Ziggler needed. Exactly, I love this. If there's anything I like, that it, it, it was this. Like again, um, like with certain people, Sheamus works well. Dolph Ziggler. He works perfectly. But then again, too, Dolph Ziggler, I think he works for, like, 80, like, bad jobbers. Not just that. Dolph Ziggler has this inane ability to sell matches, sell hits well, you know? And if there's one person that can make Sheamus' hits just count, it's Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, so it's like, you know what? Uh, it, these, these two guys just gel together perfectly. So I, I, I can watch these two just go at it, like, 
all day, all night, every night. So, I actually really like this match. And, you know, this actually did calm me down a bit. Okay, that's good. And, yeah, I want to, like you, I want to see these two guys in the match, like, again, sooner or later. You know? Yeah, the thing is, like, I'm pretty sure I know where, where all this is going to go. And, like, I wouldn't mind a, pre- uh, a, a World Heavyweight chi- title, you know, thing with with Sheamus versus Dolph Ziggler. I mean, Dolph Ziggler has won, quote-unquote, the, the World Heavyweight title at, 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 at one point or another. So it's like, you have a former champion fighting against a current champion. I would not mind this. And not only that, I wouldn't mind Ziggler getting, getting a shot at this as well. Ooh. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, I would love it. And again, too, it's like I yeah. said, like, I'm just a huge Dolph Ziggler mark. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about mm-hmm. this the other day. Who would have thought, like, who would have thought M- Mickey from the Spirit Squad would be the guy I would be, like, just so, like, wanting so much to be a World Heavyweight Champion now? I, I don't think anyone did. I don't think even Nick Namath himself thought this would happen. Because, like, literally, if we were to, if you and me were to, like, find a TARDIS or some sort of, like, tel- some sort of device, you know, to take us back to, like, 2000, 2002, 2003... And we're gonna and we look at and we tell ourselves in the past, see that guy in the spirit squad, he's gonna be something huge and you're gonna love him in the, in the next few years. I'd be like, Pfft. yeah, right. Both of us, both of us would be on the ground just laughing our ass off. And look at us now. We're like, we were stupid kids. Yeah, we were. Holy mm-hmm. shit! And, and and like I said, I can't believe I, I really want Dolph Ziggler to have a world heavyweight run. And the, worst part, and the best part is, I will love every minute of this. Whew, that's going to be fun. What's not fun, though, is, well, the next match. But before the next match, we get to Mass Striker with CM Punk. CM Punk cutting promo about his uh, defending his title against Kane. Yep, that happened. <laughs> That was mm-hmm. good to see. It's good to see. It's good to see that 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 on CM that, that I've been hearing rumors that they want they want to get CM Punk and John Cena on both shows now. So it's gonna be good to see, like you because know, I I heard like uh, it's it's gonna be good to see um, like CM Punk work like both shows because like it's kind of proof that it's like hey I work I work both shows I'm still better than you than all you motherfuckers. So like if they ever should put him against like The Rock or something like that, like hey, while you were film while you were refilming GI Joe two, I was working two fucking shows. Beat that motherfucker. I can see that. Not only that, it's it, SmackDown's coming here next month, and like I want to buy tickets because I want to see CM Punk. San Diego. Yep. Nice. It's funny. It's it's funny. The card changed so many times because, like, every commercial you like, they, they would try to air it, and like, they give you they gave me like five different cards. <laughs> like one card was like one card was like one card was like uh, one card I think had like John Cena on the Big Show versus David Otunga and someone else, and then another match was uh the Big Show versus John Cena, and then something else, and then. It's the same, that same match, but the, like, Randy Orton fights against someone else. And in another commercial, they don't even mention Randy Orton anymore. I'm like, are they fucking... <laughs> as as this, this show's airing, what the hell? <laughs> I'm 
actually, um, whoever designed that commercial, like, it was just a, so much headache for him. It's like, wait, what happened? Wait, say what? What happened? Oh, man, we have to change this again and again and again. Like, oh, God, I need a drink. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I may or may not go because it happened. I think it's during the week of Comic Con. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that, but I'm gonna see if I can try. Because it's like, I'll be honest with you. I love watching. I love. I love going out and watching wrestling, especially down down at the down at the um, down at the sports arena. And um, mm. what I like about SmackDown is taped, so that they give it a little bit earlier than usual. So that mm-hmm. way, it's like 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 usually I'm out of there by like nine o'clock at least. So it's like, well, at least I don't have to fight. At least I don't have to fight hooligans or something like that at, at a trolley stop or something like that. Mm. All right. So then we get to the next match. Oh my goodness. Um, this like prime time players Titus O'Neil and Darren Young versus Santino Marella and Zack Ryder for second time. Yeah. And Morella and Ryder won. I'm just like, okay, I like Zack Ryder. Santino, not as much, but, you know, he's still, you know, respectable to a certain degree. They don't have any reason to win this match. Actually, I, I like, I, it's one of those things where, where what happened afterwards justified them winning. Okay. If you say so. Because I can sort of see that, where you're coming from, because after that... Picture just obliterates them. Yeah, they, 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 like, they, they destroy the little men. That's why it's like, yeah, oh, well, like, I, I, when I saw that, when I saw that match, I'm like, that fucking sucked. And then I, I see the big show just dominate. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Okay. Make, all right. Now it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we have. You're right. Oh my god, we have another chopper alert. Tyson Kidd this time. Oh fucking god. <laughs> Davy Boy this Smith guy. is rolling Davy Boy Smith is like wait, was he is he Davy is he related to Davy Boy Smith or was he related to um the one of the Hart family? I keep forgetting. No no it's 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 a it's a Hart family. Uh, essentially what it is is like I think he was um trained in a Hart dungeon. Well, one of the, well, what someone in the Hart family is rolling in his grave right about now. Oh my God! Ugh, like, oh, he, this guy's really like he's talented. What the fuck? Yeah, and the worst part is like Cody Rhodes dominates him. Yeah, he Just like, like yeah, dude. he dominated him, which is good because you need Cody Rhodes to look strong. But at the same time, yeah, that's at good. The cost that's good. of Tyson Kidd. Then again, to the last time I saw Tyson Kidd, he was trying to like he was trying to desecrate um Yoshi Tatsu's action figure. Oh, right, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I can't uh, I remember that. But shit. yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I almost forgot about it until you mentioned it. But yeah. Cody Rhodes win this one, and then they, um, him and Christian, who was in the guest commentary, faces off, and yeah, that happened. Yeah, like I said, like it's it's a night of a thousand and one jobbing matches. <sighs> it's like it, if it's if it's not if it's not too it's not just two bumpkins from Alabama. It's 
Keith Slater. If it's not Heath Slater, it's Tyson Kidd. If it's not Tyson Kidd, it's Ezekiel Jackson. If it's not Ezekiel Jackson, it's Santino Marilla and Zack Ryder. Oh my god, man. You're right. It is um it is a job fest. Oh jeez. But next match, not so much a job match. It's actually a WWE championship match between CM Punk the champ and Kane. Yeah, you know my opinions on Kane. Like, let's see yeah, him punk, like he, he did. He did his best with what he had. I'll give him that much. Yeah, yeah, but it ended with shenanigans, and by shenanigans, I mean Daniel Bryan. Yeah, Daniel Bryan comes up and he attacks him, and then how comes out people power? Hey, we're gonna make we're gonna make a match in Hawaii. A rematch. So translation, basically, WWE Championship match at No Way Out will now be a triple threat match between CM Punk, Kane, and Daniel Bryan. I know, and I'm not. What well, I'm not gonna be ordering this in the next two, in the next three weeks. No Way Out. Oh yeah. Actually, this is funny. Can I ask you this question for you? Now, now, they brought up something that 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 that, that struck me. This is the first time uh-huh, cool. where we actually have like three weeks of like like from where we stand right now. I think it's two or three weeks of build. Doesn't that strike you as a bit odd? Yeah, but I think it's because that they know they don't have a lot of time to build. Like no, no, no it's like actually, you... it's it's a reverse this time. It's actually the reverse where it's like, oh. I feel like we, they, we actually have more time this time than, than other times uh, other times that we had for the rest of this year. Huh. I've noticed that I'm like... Let me check. Hold I, on, I, let I, me I, check. Uh, let me think back. Let me think back. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, usually what was it like? Oh, what's up? Go on. I'm going to say, usually it's like either two, or two weeks, two, two weeks are apart from each pay-per-view from what I've noticed. Yeah, and No Way Out was only like what a couple weeks ago. Yeah, like like last week. Yeah. Or so. Yeah, and then um, let's see, the No Way Out is on seventeenth, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so it's like that's a, so that's more that, time than I than I thought they would. That's a little bit more time than I thought they would have to like build up something. Because I'm, I'm watching this like. If this keeps up, they might be able to actually build something pretty good. Because like I, I noticed that that's actually a lot of time. More time than I'm more used to in the back of my head. Yeah, because I think that's what the SmackDown is. It's about build-up. Like, okay, aside from the Jobber Fest, okay, let's just brush aside the Job Fest. Uh, we had CM Punk, Kane, and Daniel Bryan feud for No Way Out building up mm-hmm. with AJ in the middle. And then we had Big Show still, like, beating the shit out of um, people. Trying to establish himself as a you know destructive um, villain, you know that's that's um that's established, and then we have a Dolph Ziggler who wants to go solo, establishment, mm-hmm. and a lot of other things. It's just like that's why I think this SmackDown okay, it's a decent SmackDown, but at the same time it did what it needs to do, which is establishment. You know? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's not like other. It hasn't been like the other SmackDowns that they've that they've tried to do like the last previous where other weeks were like we're gushing at at um at SmackDown. Mm-hmm. But considering this week in wrestling, how 
how it just been just not that good. Mm-hmm. It's like compared like in like by comparison, it's a really good it's a really good show. In comparison, yeah, but over overall, like it's still at the very most a solid show, you know, just because it did what it needs to do, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Only thing that's hampering this whole SmackDown is that uh, job fest. Like, holy hell. Like, was it really necessary? Like, I could probably live without, like, Sin Cara like, or Ryback, you know? Mm, yeah, but at the same time, you know, we've had those kind of matches and, like, you know... I don't know. I, I, I'm not as... I'm, I, I'm not as uh, aggravated as at that than I am at other things. Like as a matter of fact, on SmackDown, I didn't feel as bad. At, I didn't feel as bad looking back at it. I was feeling bad well, that they the... wasted they wasted a match between Tyus O'Neil and and uh, and Darren Young for for them to for their opponents to get like just sacrificed to the to the big show. Okay, that was the worst part. Okay, now. As far as the other job fest go, I'm not I'm not so much aggravated. I'm so much befuddled because like this is a lot, you know. Even you have to admit, like in years we watch wrestling. I don't think this happened. Like let's not count the '80s, okay? Because you know that's a little bit different story. But just no, but in even, recent years. Even then, it's because like with recent SmackDowns, they've been trying to stack it up with like a lot of matches. I mm-hmm. think this is the first time where it's like we don't have that many, that very many matches this week, and we start to notice the dropping matches. Hmm. So, like, I, like I said, two weeks ago, that that amazing SmackDown they had like two, like three, four weeks ago. I counted; they had ten matches. Oh, good point. Think about think think about that. Every commercial break that they came from, it was a fresh new match. So you, if they did it like that, or just match after match after match after match, I'm not, I wouldn't have not as mind because like you don't really notice it. It just gets lost in the jumble of, of uh, it gets, it just gets lost in the jumble of everything. Here it's like since it's like there's I think what like five matches, and some of them go to like co- like two commercial breaks. Uh, you start to notice a lot of those those job those jobber matches. I would like it if they spread them out. Like they have a few of these on on Raw. Yeah, cause I really okay. Funny you should mention that because I mean, if there's one job that needs to go to Raw. It's Ryback, you know, cause she does not fit the SmackDown mold. I think he does, but at the same time, like I can see, oh, but okay. I can see. I don't mind it, cause like you know, that's a good place to get to, to get yourself over. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I think he's ready for SmackDown. I I think he's ready to be like in on Raw. Hmm. But you know, if like I said, like the, the, if if that's what they're gonna, do, if those three hour rows are any indication, like you know, yeah, like they're gonna need to like move someone, like they're gonna need like guys like Ryback. Yeah, cause like his like feeding him these choppers needs to stop at some point. Like sooner the better. Cause what is that it's like you know, it, it it gives him a little bit more credibility if he's like in, in a in a, like if he's just fighting jobbers on like um on. On Raw or something like that. It yeah, makes him seem like, I mean, it makes it seem like a lot more important. Right. I mean, fuck, like, it could be anyone. Like, you know, feed him Miz for all I care. Like, that would still be a whole lot better than these two schmucks from Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, so overall, this 
to my in me, to my opinion, that SmackDown was um solid. Like it did what it needs to do. Yeah, I, I yeah, it needed to do what it, but it could have just been so much better compared to other, compared uh, to other. Oh yeah, SmackDown other months, other other yeah other okay. SmackDowns, and other shows this week as well. But in comparison to all the other shows this week, oh my god. Yeah, it's just. It's really unfortunate, but you know you can't. Like, that's that's how it goes with WWE. It seems like you know you can't always have like great shows like every time. You know, it's like one, one, one week it's gonna be so far, so awesome, far out, and the next week it's gonna crap out. So you know, and it's not just it's not just SmackDown. It will. It's not just Raw. It's not WWE. It's everyone this week. It's just like uh. uh I think. I think. I think. What. Ha- yeah, oh, Impact was probably the worst. I think I think Impact is what brought down the entire week. Uh, I guess you're right. Yeah, I think that's why you feel so angry about this week. Is that, like if if you take Impact out of the equation, I think you'd have been content with Raw and SmackDown. You know? No, As... I would have been like, I would have, I would have, I would have been like, this was just a boring week. As a matter of fact, I was going into this as saying that it was a boring week. Yes, but at least you're not angry about it. Like I think impact adding impact to the mix, you just were pissed. Yeah, because it was like it's not just a boring week in wrestling. No, you just you found a way to piss me off. Yeah, Dixie Carter, but Dixie Carter, I I am making this official. Dixie Carter, Carter found a way to piss off a fat Mex- fat ass Mexican in Chula Vista, California. You can take that to the is, bank. The, the problem is also uh, like I. It takes a lot for me to get pissed off, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I gotta say. You can do like the most horrendous things to me, and I'll still be like a sto- as stoic as uh, as stoic and peaceful as much as I can. Yeah, Only very rarely, very rarely do I ever get get mad, and I am mad. Yeah, take it from me. Like this guy hangs around with me. I think that gives you an idea. Yeah. But no, still, like I said, yeah. like it takes a lot for me to get pissed off, and I was pissed. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It's just like I think, like, if there's a culprit for this week just being abysmal, it's impacts. Like, it just goes to show you that sometimes one show can bring down the entire week, not just for them, but for everyone else. And only that, it's also proof that one show can save an entire week. Right. It did happen before. It will happen again. So, yeah, so that's pretty much what happened this week. I know, and like... Uh... I know. We'll promise to have a better show for you next week. I'll tell you that much right now. Oh, no, no, no. I think it was a pretty good show because, you know, we rage-fested about Impact. I think True. a lot of people were... Yeah, because let's face it, we could not be the only one that pissed that impact this week. We'll see. Yeah, but like I said, I'm um, sure there are other people out there. Like I said, like if I'm sounding like uh, I don't like I want to do this anymore, it's because like yeah, impact really did me in. So you want me you to pull what? it out, Stan? Yeah, because I don't really have a lot of um like independent news, not yet anyway. Alright, well, I got nothing either. I got nothing nothing from, from Tijuana or anywhere where, anywhere where people have access to watch Lucha or anything like that, so. And that's all I, I mean, watch um, also, so. T- uh, I mean, I mean, um, I mean, I do have, um, PWG did announce they're going to have a show on, or it's like, 
June 21st or something, but they haven't announced the lineup, so I really can't say much. Yeah, not only that, we'll announce it on the day when we when we can talk about it, so how's that sound? Right, so, sounds good. Alrighty then, so you can find us at www.plasticjoint.com. Again, the address is www.plasticjoint.com. Alright, to close off, I'm Stan the Man, that was Ramsey's, and fuck you, Disney Cutter. Turn this off! Mark it on the toxic damn button! Perfect, I can't wait to see you, so glad